Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined by my other two hosts, Kai and Ben. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. We're doing good. Uh, we are getting... I'm, I don't know about Kai. Personally, I'm adjusting to your sultry, echoey voice, given yes. your new your new location. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm guys, it happened. I'm here. I'm in my new place. I finally moved. I have an office. I have a setup here. I'm slowly working on getting the PC actually built, but for the time being, I have a better camera. I have a ring light that I'm going to put on eventually. We're here. We're making things work. I'm excited. I'm, t- I'm never moving ever again. <laughs> Production value increase a thousand percent. Yeah, that's thanks <laughs> to you guys. That's that's supported by listeners like you. Thank you. Know oh. if that's true, but wow, I didn't. A, I didn't know supporters were playing our rent now. That's fucking yeah. That's oh, barely, no, barely. They're it, only paying Jared's rent. <laughs> yes, I, I've been hoarding all of the play along funds and just using it for my, my own personal gain. Uh, how are you, Jared? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy uh, this so morning. To answer as that. You can tell. I was drinking water, okay, as you can tell. But uh, I'm good. A new job has been treating me well. And like I said, finally, I think fully moved at this point. Almost fully unpacked. We have like maybe a box or two that we don't. But very, very exciting. There's a little nice. box behind you. Those are guitars. No, on the other side. We're not going to... <laughs> I'm fishing it. Yeah, nice, nice piece of art wall on the wall, uh, artwork on the wall behind you. Oh wait, yeah, this no? this box is uh, my motherboard and CPU. Oh, okay, right. That I've yet to go. put into the PC shell, but yeah, better off just do it in one go. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till I have everything. I'm just gonna do it all at once because I feel like opening that multiple times is gonna be a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. But if you guys, this is your first episode, we normally uh, discuss PC chat beforehand. No, just kidding, we don't actually do that. But we're playing a long podcast, a weekly podcast that plays games in a book club format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We will then grab that game and break it up into sections. And then each week we'll come together and discuss those sections specifically. Uh, we'll go over everything, gameplay, narrative, mechanics, story characters we do dive deep into a narrative so if you're trying to avoid stories uh, try to avoid story spoilers for anything that we're playing either play the game along with us or play the game first and then come back and, and listen to the show that's play along podcast for you what's what's wrong why are you laughing <laughs> at me that was one of the weakest intros i've ever seen <laughs> i'm enjoying the tongue twists that are happening <laughs> you, so you said because you I, said I, that I, intro like someone who listens to this podcast would try to uh do any impression of you of an mm-hmm. intro <laughs> That's what that sounds yeah, That's so sad because I tried so hard. <laughs> yeah. Pe- well, people who listen to the podcast are like when they do the intro along with you and you get to that scripted yeah. part. <laughs> Is it like that time when we Kai and I were on uh, gaming together with Dave and Philip and they asked Kai to do hit their intro for him and he's like, uh, yeah, uh okay. It didn't it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. Guys, full transparency. I woke up seconds before coming onto this show. So if I'm a little uh disoriented, that is that is why. But I'm here. Yeah. Woke up seconds before, then took a combined 20 minutes to figure out that his <laughs> mic volume was down. So, you know, he's firing on all cylinders today. Nope. Maybe just one. Maybe just a single cylinder is firing currently. But I'm excited to talk about uh, Papers, Please, nonetheless. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, into in, it. in the last episode, we had some very... Uh, 
eventful last minutes, I think that our um, sister ended up getting arrested and we had the option to uh, adopt her daughter, which Correct. at the time, I think both of you did, but at the time I did not have enough funds. I would have, but I didn't have enough credits to actually do that. Yes. Yes. So me and Kai were blessed with uh, the savings of our adopted niece, um, yep. and she gives us 100 credits that is from our sister's savings. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jared, what happens to the what happens to the girl if you don't adopt her? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay, you I'll tell you. Adopt her I'll, t- I'll tell you. She what goes happens. missing. Oh, she goes missing. She goes missing, and uh, she she just disappears off the face of the earth. You don't know why. You don't know who stole her, God, but she has been taken. So sad. Oh, and there is like in a sex trafficking kind of situation. There is no uh, Arstochkin Liam Neeson to save her, so <laughs> she is she is royally screwed. I would watch Arstochka uh, uh, with Liam Neeson. That show was going to take. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that would that would be fantastic. But yes, she 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 uh, disappears because, from what I remember, day twenty two, which is the first day of this leg, is like pretty uneventful. I don't think anything actually happened. Yeah, nothing big happens, and surprisingly, uh, to maybe my own chagrin or not, but in the last episode, I was like, oh yeah, they're going to keep adding new and new mechanics, but at least in this first day, they did not introduce anything new. It was kind of like, here's everything that you've did before, like, figure it all out. And in this first day, I I think I just got not overwhelmed with the amount of stuff, but there was a couple, I got a couple citations that had to redo this day over because I kept forgetting like little things. The The first day or the first person that comes up, I, you guys, I talked about like, oh, I don't, you know, use the investigation or in the inspection mode as much. I can just eyeball certain things. I was like, you know what? I could do that. I'll do the same thing. And I literally misspelled or I, I missed the um, issuing city because it was misspelled. And I was like, Fuck, of, co- of course, the, t- the one time I try to do that. <laughs> It doesn't help. Well, aren't no. you like? Aren't you dyslexic as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably not helping uh, your case. Well, now you also need to do the reason stamp, so it doesn't matter. You can't do that regardless. You have to find mm-hmm. yeah. what's wrong because if you don't put a reason on a denied passport, that's true. Then you That's get a true. Citation you get a citation. You anyway. get a citation regardless. So. Just... Yeah, and I I got screwed over this uh, not this day but in this leg because mm. uh, I well very nearly screwed over because. There was actually somebody whose height on their ID supplement didn't match their real height. Yep, I had that same thing. Everything else was in order. Their date of birth, the lot, it was just their height was different. Yeah. Um, you just have to do the, the fingerprints if the height is off. And then. Yeah. And as long as the fingerprints yeah, match, then. I would have got a citation if I'd let them through, though. That's the thing. Mm, yeah. Mm. I was like, you sneaky bastard. Uh, but yeah. day 23 is the eventful one, right? Well, yeah, and, and in theory, it should have been eventful. So, I mean, the beginning of the day, an EZIG agent comes up to you. Because in our case, we did not kill that individual, right? Kai, you ended up killing him in the last episode, but Ben and I did Sir not. you Yeah. Yeah. you is dead in my place, right? He died yes, correct, yeah. Because yeah. So you had the drugs, oh, and you gave him the drugs in the crowd. Yeah, you gave him the drugs in the crowd, and you, like, didn't, didn't in your playthrough, you got a newspaper thing where it was saying, like, the, uh, the disease was spreading throughout hospitals or something. Something along those uh, yeah. lines. Some, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but the easy agent comes up and tells you that 
you need to kill this individual. That he is here and he's in the crowd. You can notice him by um, the redness of him. So you can see in the crowd, there's all the characters are black and there's one character that's red. I, I was like, if I'm going to say that, Kai's going to laugh at me <laughs> for saying the red person. Whatever. Um, but with me, which is interesting, because I was like, I, I was just playing this uh, on my like lunch breaks, breaks at work. So like I would stop to you know eat or something, but I was still have the game like playing. Uh, but on this day, someone hopped the wall and tried to uh, tried to run and ex- throw a grenade or something at the guards. So I pulled out, which I think we get a, a new gun in this section. We get a, this the yeah. silver key. It's actually the Ezek guy who gives it to you. Oh, he that's right, that's right. And it's like yeah, and he's he like shoot to kill. And the yeah, reason yeah. that guy jumps the fence is because Ezek organized a distraction. So the yeah. idea is the guy jumps the fence. Uh, and then the alarms will go off, giving you access to the guns. You use the silver key to shoot the guy in red in the crowd. That's the idea of it. You know, and that makes a lot of sense because what happened with me is I was just doing my normal day. I thought, I don't know why I thought I had to poison him. Like I got some kind of poison, but someone hopped the wall and I was like, oh no, you've ruined everything. So I shot the guy that hopped the wall and the day ended and I didn't kill him the 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 guy in red because i thought he was supposed to like i thought i accidentally had like some event where the guy hopped the wall and i was like I'm oh, pretty sure the only way to continue the game without getting an ending in the next couple of days is to let him live yeah so. the red guy mm. so i i don't know if kai got it a bit different because he's successfully done all of the Ezek stuff but for me yeah. i only let in one of those agents mm. i killed Same. the guy who jumped the fence and then i shot the guy in red and what happens is you get arrested for the murder of an innocent. And basically, um, you go... Interesting. Yeah, because you oh, it's a guy in red. I got a guy in red, I see. I see. Yeah, so you get arrested, uh, you get sentenced to death, and the Ezek are like, we managed to get to your family and get them out of our Stotchka. They're in Orbistan and they're safe. Uh, mm. But we can't do anything now because our operation's been hindered. And they're basically like good luck and that's it yeah. they leave you in the cell that's the end of the game yeah oh interesting i mean uh, i feel like yeah. there's a lot of points during this where it's like ending 13 like you get arrested in a certain way or like a family members mm. die in a certain way i feel like that's what i've noticed with the different endings it's just kind of like at which point of the game are you going to get arrested or get detained or whatever yeah yeah kai was yours uh, the same though Yes, if you kill the gentleman in red, regardless mm. if you helped them or didn't help them uh, successfully before, you just get arrested. Um, I'd be interested. Is, did you do the silver key? Yes. Mm-hmm. So oh. you drank him instead. Well, that's what I was just looking up. But you get a different ending. Mm, um, yeah. Ending ten is you shoot him with a tranquilizer instead. Um. Mm. But it's like has the same ending as ending six, but a note slides under the door. So the same thing happens. It's so just a note. Yeah, we got a note in our one as well, and there's basically the easy quarters just saying like, we can't do anything. Sorry. Um, and it seems that's like that's the same. It's just you get arrested for tranquilizing an innocent instead of killing him. Mm, I see. 
So it, it, uh, the, that outcome is the same regardless of whatever. Uh, you are arrested for attacking an innocent. Your penalty is forced labor. Your family is in question about their involvement. The border remain open under a replacement inspector. Glory to Aristoska. And that seems oh, like I've seen a couple of endings where it says that same thing. Like you get replaced and then you. Because in the one where you kill the guy in red, mm-hmm. they're like, then the Ezek come along and they put a note under the door and they're like, oh, um, the new inspector isn't cooperating. Mm. We're going to have to regroup and change our tactics. And so it's the same kind yeah. of thing, but yeah. Have you guys gotten any more of those? Cause I see that you get the, those tokens when you make the correct choices. I don't know if Kai, you've gotten any more than we did last time. Cause I've only, I still only uh, have the two that we get that mean you've been, I think got the same ones. There's I another f- one in this section in a couple of yeah. days, but I think I've got three now. Yes. Mm. I've, I've got collection, Orbiston and Antegria. Yeah. The Collection is the one that's later on, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah, that's day 25. And so the way to go about continuing the game and getting to the quote-unquote true end of the game mm. is to leave the guy in red alone. And yeah. uh, basically the next day, now we start getting more gameplay mechanics because now... Yeah. The Arstoption government are like, hmm, we think something dodgy is happening in Alton, which Alton, is in yeah. Arstochka. Mm. So now you have to confiscate Alton passports if their district is Alton, mm. which is on the citizen card. It isn't on the passport, which is the confusing yeah, part. It's like it's like right above the headshot. It shows it's their district. The district of Aristaska. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah. you have to you have to open this drawer, which doesn't have a shortcut, and I'm used to shortcuts in a minute, so that was very like eh. um you open the drawer, you drag the passport into it, close the drawer, mm. and then it gives you Kai, I think you mentioned these before, that little temporary visa thing that mm-hmm. you can stamp. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's for denials only. Yeah. Ah. But this one That's was for entrance. Really? You, if you confiscate the passport, it gives you one of those fins, and you stamp it and give them the slip instead. Okay, so I was so used to these being uh, for denials only because that's like, what I did. I denied the people. The, up to the this point in the game, there's oh. these little like pieces of paper, and if a passport has false information, you can keep the passport, and the little piece of paper comes up. Yeah, and just says, oh, for denials only, and you just hit deny and then hand it to yeah. them. So I was doing that for all the people from Alton, all, all tan. Uh, well, you get citations. Yeah, every single one. That would be why. Yeah, you're supposed to. You confiscate, but they're still allowed entry into the country. God, you just God. confiscate yeah, just their passport so they can't leave. Yeah, I, I, I also did this day a couple times, uh, trying to figure out why. So uh, at this point, if I was doing like, if I had two citations, I was like, you know, fine. Let's just make sure we don't get any more. But the second I get one that dings my credits. Um, I'm like, okay, let's restart this day and figure out how that goes. Um, and um, I kept I, think, I kept going to the rule book where yeah. so like it's in the very back and there's like a sticky note that's like taped into the rule book that's like, you know, take all passports. But you can't click it. So I was like doing inspection mode and trying to click it and click the uh, ID card. I, and nothing was coming up and I was like, what is yeah. happening? I tried. I also had issues like finding out how to like proceed after that. Like because with, with I don't know if it's the same in the the PC version, but at least in the desktop version, when you're hovering over the passport, it says confiscate right at the bottom. So instead of having a, like an inspection that you have to check, I mean you can check the 
district and then normally where i'd go to check like the map stuff you just click the map and click the archstotska where it shows the issuing city on the left there's like a big long list of districts if you just click that then it coordinates the two oh okay no so like kai was saying like there's a you get a new page in the rule book that's just for confiscation mm. and i did the same thing i was trying to investigate mode that and the passport yeah. or that and the id but it's not interactable um on pc you just at the very bottom of where you check the documents there's like a little handle and if you click it, this tray comes out and you have to drag the mm. passport into that and then click it again to close it. Yeah, yeah. there's that same little handle in ours. It just has a little confiscate button that you click above it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that is the only new thing so far. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember if it's this day or the day before, but Georgie comes back. Uh, uh, I believe that's a little bit later, isn't it? Oh, he's like a wanted okay. criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's not it's not on the walkthrough that i'm using but at some point yeah, he does come back yeah i i the, whatever he comes what you're talking about yeah Georgia. yeah he comes the first day of the 22nd i believe oh gotcha oh, okay. i let him in because i was like you know i denied him last time but even though he had drugs still i was like georgie come on buddy you're you wow. doing good whatever come on in no i literally just like he came in and i saw him on the wanted fin i've got the wanted fin next to where i, I immediately look at looked at his weight because i was like Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even look at the weight i just i clicked him and clicked the bulletin and even he's like oh i'm not on any bulletin or anything no 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 and you click it and he's like oh yeah. i played the i paid the police well they told me i wouldn't be on the bulletin <laughs> yeah um, he's escaped from prison i just i fucking detained him i was like sorry georgie and it literally comes up yeah. a little dialogue you're like sorry georgie and he's like, no, nah, yeah. it's cool. Don't worry. He's I'd like, you have a hard drugs. job. I'd rather yeah. sell drugs. That's yeah. what <laughs> well, like, at least he's uh, The other thing that happened, too, that I ran into was the guy that gave you the banner in the first place came back for it. And if he gives you 10 credits, if you give him his, his banner back. The sports oh. banner. He yeah, yeah. the next day, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh. I didn't get the fin for next day where it says about the boss's girlfriend showing up at the border. He comes in right in the beginning, isn't he? And he tells you that she's she's coming through and to let her in. I think it's right in the beginning of the day. Is this the 25th? Where are we yeah. Looking? Day 25. Uh, See, I swear this oh, happened to yeah. me last leg. So she, I remember she, you talking about it, but this happened to me on day 25. You, uh, is dead, and so his girlfriend shows yeah. up, and I'm like, ooh, sorry. And uh, I go through her papers. I have to deny her papers because they're wrong. Um, but uh, we have a whole conversation, and I'm like, "Oh, so isn't you Sergio's you stuff the day after? This is the last day, day 26, right? Yeah, the boss's so girlfriend I, is a different thing. When it's talking about the boss's girlfriend, it's talking about that guy who does the inspection, who comes yeah. and gives you the plaque. Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm pretty sure it was the last leg. He came up and he's like, "Oh." My girlfriend's showing today. This is her name. Like, make sure you let her through. I don't want to hear about any trouble. Mm. But I swear that was last leg for me. I don't. See I did. I did that on. The, I did that on this day. Interesting. The boss's the boss's girlfriend comes in. And he talks to you right in the beginning, like he normally does, like right at the beginning of the day before you start. At least on the walkthrough I'm using, there's nothing listed for 24 that has anything to do with that. And the only girlfriend no, is. Yeah, there's nothing listed on 25. It's just at no, the beginning maybe. of the gate. If Sirju is alive. Then his girlfriend comes that he met during the war. And then I had a conversation with her that was like, 
oh, Sergio's dead, and then she mourns him, and then I deny her, and she's like, this is terrible, <laughs> and she leaves. It doesn't matter if you approve or deny her. Either way, though, she just leaves the checkpoint uh, oh, to, the, gotcha. to the west. She never what actually was enters the air shots. Interesting. What, what was her um, discrepancy? I don't fucking remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know, I don't know if she has like, like like thousand things to check. <laughs> no, no, there is. But usually, like sometimes with some of these main characters, like when Georgia came up, I knew he was have drugs on him. So I was like, let me check the <laughs> weight because that's going to be off. I didn't know if she had something like specific that stood out that differentiated her from like and other people. But. This is the day that we also have to start denying people from United Fed. Correct. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So is that is that day twenty six that we're talking about now? This is day twenty five. 25. We're still on day 25. Right, okay. Because okay. our, our walkthrough seemed to be completely different in detail. So mm. day 25, yeah, you basically have a new basic rule because there's a polio outbreak, I think it is. Yes. Yep. Um, yes. And so you basically, just anyone who's from United Fed, it does not matter about the rest of their paperwork. Mm. There's a basic rule, no one grant entry from United Fed. You just click that, click their passport, deny yep and it's yep. as simple as that and then yeah. we well, have to give them the reason which right that they're yeah. from the united yeah. fed um and then yes someone shits on our son's drawing on this day which yes. i still let them through because their papers are good <laughs> they're just like that's terrible which i'm like okay interesting because the, like... the woman who shit on my son's drawing was from United Fed, so I refused her. Oh, Mine was yeah. also from United Fed, so I just I just denied her. I was like, yeah, oh, I think okay. it's just, even if her I stuff think checked it's out, randomized. I was like, oh, gotcha. uh, the, the, the dialogue is the thing that's programmed, but it's just yeah. procedurally generated. Who, um, yeah, and then well, I mean, the fifth entry even has get, like, no people all the time. Oh, did you get the love note? That was cute. Yes, mm. yes, I did get the love note. A guy tries to bribe you. And he's yeah, like, you know, he only you has a passport to my desire. <laughs> yeah, he gives you this. <laughs> little, it's like desire. one of those like unfolding ones. It has little pictures. And yeah, like, you are amazing. You are <laughs> the object of my desire. Whatever it says. You um, can use and that then, later. Yeah. You, so later, there's a, someone who comes in and they're depressed and they're like, "Oh, my life is oh, terrible. Ever terrible." And you can hand them the note, uh, which is that's super. That's how you get that's the adorable. Um, that's how you get the other token. Ah, yeah, I that's see. how I that's how I got the token. I was like, oh, yeah. here's a little she's, note. She's like, like, she comes up and she was like, oh, life is shit. No one loves me. And, and I was like, like, I do. I was like, give her the note while I'm checking her passport. Um, and yeah, you get the token. It'd be really awkward if you gave her the note and then like had to deny her for some reason because she had like a discrepancy <laughs> on her thing. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Yeah, um, like, he, you're amazing, but uh, I can't. I can't let you in. And then you're just like, I need that. I need that back. I yeah, can I give that note back for the next person that actually has their passport correctly? So folds it back. Uh, uh, so and then Shay Pustyuska is the last thing that happens in this day. What? Excuse me. There's an there's an MOA supervisor who was mentioned in day twenty. Who comes with um, diplomatic paperwork, but is missing uh, Aristotska on it, and you can deny her. But she talks about um, uh, the supervisor that you work for. Oh, I had that woman. This I is... accepted her, and then afterwards, I got the I got the fucking citation. The citation, yeah. yeah. I think I think this is where I accepted her too, because I think I thought this was like the the boss girlfriend thing or whatever, and she did have a discrepancy. But I just I didn't have any citations at that point. And usually, if it's like end of the day and like something's wrong, like the Georgie or something, I'm like screw it. If, as long as I don't lose credits from it, then I'm totally fine taking the penalty citations. 
Right. Wow. Yeah. I was just like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> Denied. I just completely missed it. Um, yeah. Just genuinely missed it. But day 26 is what I want to talk about because uh, mm. in your playthrough, Kai, Sergei's dead. Yes. Uh, mm. In my playthrough, Sergei's alive. Mm-hmm. So Sergei comes up at the beginning of the day and talks about this girl, um, Elisa. I remember because yeah. for some reason, the way I remembered it, I was like, oh, yeah, Elisa Lam. Anyone who listens to true crime stuff knows who Elisa Lam is. And I was, oh, I was, I was like, like oh. is that a name that I missed or something in the, in no, the game? No. Or? Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, and he gives you a little locket. And, um, yes. mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's heart. such a fucking cute scene. Like, she comes along, and as soon as I saw her, I hadn't had any citations. So I was like, I'm not even going to check your shit. I'm just going to stamp it and let you through. And she's mm-hmm. saying the whole time, she's like, oh, Sergey said you can help me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she, as she walks out of the east side of the booth, you see Sergey, who's the green guard. Yeah. He's like, Elisa. And they run to one another and they hug each other. Story. And then he walks her to the end and they like hug again. And she goes off on her way and he's like, oh, I'll see you soon. Uh, and then it's, there's it's a, a terrorist very, it's a very... and he dies. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, it's a very wholesome uh, moment. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I lost Sergey this day because this day ends with um, a very coordinated attack. This one's, this isn't some dude jumping a fence. This is like right. Well, we've, we've seen the dude jump in the fence. We've seen the one motorcyclist and everything, but you can see as it progresses, these attacks be more and more intentional. Yeah, I mean, there's also three people, so that yes. also right. doesn't help. The, well, so this the is what happened with mine, what was annoying, because so one motorcycle comes along, and I see it, and then... But you can't get to the gun, because you have to wait for the alarm to go off. You have to wait yeah. for the alarm. So yeah. I've got my mouse over the key, and I'm ready. So uh, the alarm goes off, I get the gun, and the second motorbike pulls up close, and I, mm. I'm assuming the first guy went to get a grenade or something because I tranked mm. him. He blew up and his bike blew up the other bike. So I was like, oh, cool. Two for one. Awesome. So then there's a guy who jumps the fence and is running along at the same time. I miss my first shot. And this as, well. as he throws the grenade, I hit him with the tranquilizer, but he's already thrown the grenade and he kills Sergey. And I was like, fuck, man. He's just been reunited with this woman. And he's fucking died. The the gun thing is interesting. Because like you were saying, it's like a lot of the times, well, since we've gotten it, we can like see these things happening. Like in my instance, when the the guy jumped over, I was like, I can see the guy going. But until that alarm and the the gate shut, until all that stuff happens, you can't just access the gun whenever you want. Which I guess good things you're not like shooting random people but then it's like it when, it, when you're panicking and they're running and you have limited bullets and you're like i have i can get it out now to be prepared but the problem is if you're jumping the fence of a totalitarian border checkpoint yeah you this know you're happen. gonna get shot exactly like, i mean also and, they could have just put a uh, mechanic in which you have like a button where you can activate the alarm if you see something and that then would be cool. That, that would be interesting. Like, but it has the same like thing where you can't access the gun until you hit the alarm, but yeah. you have the liberty of pushing that alarm whenever you want. So as soon as you see the guy heading over the wall, you can just like pull a cord that sets the alarm off that unlock the gun. That would be really cool. Cause could you imagine mm-hmm. like if something happened and it was a false flag 
and you shot somebody mm. yeah. and you got like penalized you got like penalized for it for some reason like yeah. you got to, with jail or you lost like so much credits or something like that it would oh, be really yeah. interesting i would actually make it for a completely different film mm. Yeah. Nothing else um, really happens this day other than there's a guy who's anti-vax who comes through and he's like, "Oh, yeah. I can't afford oh, a certificate. Is, I don't like vaccine." Mechanic. Yeah, yeah. You you have to. There starts to be vaccine cards, which yep, it's <laughs> close to home. Um, but yeah, and they have to be within a certain uh, amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like multiple vaccines listed, and so it's just it's, just, it's, it's another, another thing. thing. It's just another. I was right. The the first three days, I was like, "Oh my gosh, are they not going to introduce like new mechanics?" And they're like, "Just kidding, here's everything." I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And it's literally start getting work permits, ID supplements, passport, vaccine card, and then checking uh, checking like uh, like diplomat things, the the legality of the stamps on all of those, the the district, Stotskin. I had like one guy turn up, and it was like. Like you said, he had his passport, his ID supplement, an entry permit, a work permit, and his vaccine card. <laughs> so he's like carrying like a handful of like books around his arm and just like lays them out on your desk. I was like, just like, Jesus go. Christ, man. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's that. Um, yeah. My family's okay. I've got my uh, other than you no, know, not having a sister anymore and a niece, but other than that, my family is a okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm at a point now where I just have an obscene amount of credits. Like, I think I have like two fifty oh, at this shit. point. Shit, I did not have that much. I mean, I it's, I have more than I usually do, but I don't have that much. Well, I mean, to be fair, we got the extra hundred from the niece. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and now it's just at a point where like food and water is not a concern, like food and heat in my family is always going to be living comfortably. I am still at the point where I'm like, there's no fucking point for me to upgrade because it's just going to cost more and nothing, me nothing extra. So I'm just chilling in my class seven dwelling or whatever it is. That's such an interesting like thing to consider, like that there is shortcuts that you can buy on the pc version like versus the the mobile version and that's just another thing to spend credits on but if like you don't even have the option for those things that's just credits that you're saying it's just interesting to think that there's yeah. a whole like I'm, thing that I mean, you can I don't spend even, credits on that i can't yeah i mean i don't even use them so it just was a waste yeah. of credits yeah do you not use any of the shortcuts that you you've unlocked or like the space I, bar I thing or whatever only ever use space bar and tap that's two i use that's mm, it yeah I'll tell a lie. I actually, just, I use I use the ones in the notebook a lot to go from like documents to map. I just clickety clickety. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I think I have like twenty credits left after this section because I got so many fucking uh like the citations, citations from the, the passports. Yeah, yeah. I I went back and mitigated that. I was like, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. But no, I, I I have more credits than I usually do. But I probably end the day with like maybe. F- five or ten like i don't have very much to afford all the all like the rent at the end of the day but like each day i'll get just enough to get everything and have like a little bit extra left yeah yeah um and then i think i think that's it for this leg right yeah it was a pretty it felt like a short leg but it was a short leg i played it before i sent you the link for the zencaster it took me like 25 (laughs) minutes that's hilarious 
it's not long at all. Like because the thing is, I've been so fucking tied up in my yeah. new work. Like congratulations, my, by the way. Oh, thank you. My my new job. Uh, everyone is off ill or on holiday, and so it is my area manager myself who's only been there two weeks and one agency worker who's been there for like two months or something yeah and it's like you're not allowed to do any groups because you're not been here long enough so we've been thrown yeah. in the deep end trying to learn all this shit when all the experienced people are off um, <laughs> vacation enjoy yeah like, someone's just like she's like job. oh i'm going to australia to see my grandson for christmas and i was like cool i guess i'll just paddle in the deep end and hope i survive <laughs> and it got to like fucking it got to like one o'clock like two hours before we record and i looked at ellie i was like i've not fucking paid papers please <laughs> Well, luckily, <clears throat> like you said, in the, in this instance, it is short. And depending on how you're wanting to go about it, I mean, getting any ending throughout this is a playthrough. Uh, you wrote you roll credits at the end of it. Like I know, um, Troidal Power was playing along with us, and he got to day like eight or ten, and he like rolled credits, and he's like, "Yeah, that, I, I had enough of Papers, Please." And that's that's valid. There's twenty different endings here, and, and honestly, you can end if you want to see all of them or the true ending. You can push it out to the end, kind of like we're doing. But honestly, you can. Ed, dip out in any of these days and that's fine too yeah and i mean it's like uh i can i can we just go in we'll go into final thoughts i think then. let's do it you can start us off here since you're on the you're on the thought process i'm yes. bored of this game now i know that sounds horrible um no, I don't think but this game is veering towards more mechanics and that is at the cost of the world building is the what are the impression i'm getting yeah um you know like we've got all this shit happening we've got these terrorist attacks we've got an epidemic we've got totalitarian mm. government trying to be overthrown by a shadowy organization we've got bribes left right and center and we don't know fuck all about it except for what happens yeah. at our border and it's just piling up and becoming more and more work. And for, for the last leg or two, I've been justifying that in my head and kind of being like, you know, maybe it's like some sort of commentary on bureaucracy and like yeah. the bureaucratic process. But after a while, I'm like, okay, you, you've pushed that message. Now, where are we going from here? I want to see the rest of like we we've not really seen any repercussions to all of this shit we've done with the easic yeah like there's there's no, not really haven't. been anything from it whatsoever and so i'm kind of like at the point now where i'm like i want something big to happen in this world you know mm -hmm. even even would be cool is like you know if ever so often you have to go to an easic meeting and you have to like sort of decide yeah. something like if you're going to help the music do this just some fucking world building because that was what was very interesting in the early days of this game and it's fallen by the wayside and now it's just checkpoint simulator and yeah. it's not particularly fun I guess I'll, I'll go next. Yeah, Ben, I, I reflect a lot of, of what you're saying. 
I don't know. It, it, it might be situational. It might be part of the game. Said a thousand times, start a new job, had been in the process of moving, but I just had recently lacked the motivation to like come to this game. Like, there wasn't really a lot of blood, a lot of pull, a lot of interest to, to, to just picking it up and playing it now. Again, a lot of life stuff happening. A new Pokemon game came out. So when I'm thinking about like sitting down and relaxing from a tiring day, I'm not like, let me play Papers, please. I'm like, I don't fucking play Pokemon because I haven't been able to play any of it. Um, so all of those things all those external factors can lead into why it's not pulling me. I think it's probably a little bit of, it's like, it's the latter. I think it's a little bit of both because in going into the, the gameplay and how, how uh, things are happening in this game, like I said, we're just, we're just getting introduced to more mechanics, which I, I guess make the game like time by time gameplay interesting. Cause now you're having to think of new things, but when, when there's a lot, it just becomes overwhelming at times and it's hard to, be motivated to push through this on gameplay alone because it's not that ex- like you're not doing anything relatively interesting the interesting thing is the the world and the environment that we're in and when there's it feels like there's not a lot of time dedicated to that world and building out the environment it just is like what what am i doing why am i why mm-hmm. am i going through all this stress of of looking at all these documents and missing one because something was like misspelled or, or something like that and then getting a citation for it I was hoping in the last episode that we'd get some like, and I mean, we, we get easy stuff every episode, but it doesn't feel like it's interesting or it's like meaningful. It doesn't feel like it's meaningful, like information yeah. about them. Like we, we hear more things about them every time. Oh, like someone's coming to take us out, make sure you kill this person or whatever. But it, there hasn't been any meaningful outcome from that. And it's just like, I'm waiting for that meaningful outcome to happen. And maybe that's the ending, but uh, if that's, it, it's kind of stretched out through this whole game. Even if it was like in the newspaper one day, there wasn't a big deal made of it. It's just in the newspaper. The headline is, you know, uh, key diplomat, key Arstochkin diplomat murdered by unknown assailant or something. Just to be like, oh, the Ezek have actually entered the country and are trying to actively throw over this government. We've just basically let a bunch of people live through the checkpoint who shouldn't have been let through and haven't reaped the benefits of, other than the credits, we haven't reaped the world-building benefits of doing that. And I could see that. Like, I mean, they don't always give us... I mean, so we'll take, like, bribes and stuff and get credits that way. And I can see being motivated to to do that for for the money, but if you get into an instance, like, Ben, you were saying at the end of this, where you, like, if you have a good amount of money you're not really caring like you have you have enough money to support it unless some big thing happens where you lose that money like we did with the with the Isaac order with Ben and I did there's no real motivation to be like let these people through or not like I have money if you don't have your shit I'm just gonna deny you or if I'll let you in yeah. and like sure I'll take the citation like I'll take the L it's not a big deal like what's gonna happen nothing happens I just lose a little money even then like you you kill the guy in red right and like they say in yeah. the note they're like oh you must sacrifice for our Stochka you kill the guy in red and you think, right, I've killed this guy. I killed another guy who was tracking down your agents. I've let your agents through the border. And now I'm just in prison left to rot. Like, okay, you managed to get my family out of the country, but it's just like, you know, thank you for your service. Yeah. And, you know, good I'm, luck. Re- I'm, re- I'm really interested in what this, this end game looks like with just like, you die or you get thrown in jail or it's another like a point of the game where you just get tossed it'll in just jail be like, or... it'll be like oh 
your work time is up. You got X many citations. Thank you for your service, citizen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kai, how, tell me how you how you're feeling. Are you 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 feeling the same way? How's wow. <laughs> I was feeling better than that sentence. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think. I'm somewhat in agreement. I mean, I definitely don't struggle to go play this game as it's mm. pretty easy at this point. I'm not like dreading it or, or don't want to. Um, I think it's a lot like those like cooking games uh, where you're doing orders. Cookie clicker. Yeah, like you're you're making, you know, you're just making. Yeah, but cooking mama's fun. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I okay. Uh, <laughs> That's that's an opinion, not a fact. Um, it just looks colorful. If if this game had a colorful palette, yeah. you'd be like, oh, Papers, I mean, Please is really same, fun. <laughs> it's the same concept. You're doing a repetitive um, activity yeah. within the game. I think, yes, this game is supposed to be serious and it is setting itself up for something and trying to say something, um, which it says very quickly in the beginning, mm. which is like, okay, put yourself in this scenario put yourself in these moral questions but then doesn't follow through with exploring what that really means yeah, the in the world and maybe and maybe that's in somewhat the point you know in trying to force a narrative upon a player you're going to try to prescribe a specific perspective or a specific, a specific response to you know what you're doing and i get yeah. the inclination of the creator to not want to solely the experience in some way by forcing whatever narrative they wanted to portray through the game right it's, right it's easy to demonize it for not having a strong plot in an instance of being like oh, okay you know i'm a border like what is happening what is happening in the world why are my actions and like maybe that is a little bit the point and it's a little bit of a cop-out but it's like it is pointless. Like all this is pointless. The bureaucracy yeah. is pointless. And imagine someone who, I mean, the creators of this game obviously lived through partially of this experience and through the Cold War. Like that, like the Cold War was inevitably a pointless, very yeah. drudging, long, arduous experience for a lot of people that in the end really resulted in nothing but economic hardship for a lot of individuals. Yeah. And so yeah, I think I think the drudgery is part of the narrative rather than it just being, yeah. you know, the reality of the game. I also think splitting this game up necessarily in like a bunch like, of sections makes it difficult. The way that we play games does not always lend towards the experience of the game. Yeah. And, and we've seen instance, that a couple times in games. We've yeah, played. in this instance, it's more of one of those things where maybe you sit down once, twice, three times, and you just play through it. Like you're like, okay, yeah. Um, we keep separating it. And we obviously want content and things to talk about. And so I think we frame a lot of our experience in, in that and especially in this game. And I, I would like if there was more of, you know, world building, world building, environmental storytelling, something going on. But I do get, I think, the approach or at least my assumed, you know, understanding of what they were trying to do, which is just like, this is awful. This was a yeah. terrible time to live in. Nothing really makes sense. You're just doing things at the behest of groups that you don't even understand. You don't know what's right or wrong. You don't know if your country is the, you know, is in the right with the laws that they're providing or that the EZIC is in the right. You're just trying to yeah. navigate a weird gray, you know, moral you're zone because you're trying to survive. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it does show that well. I think, <laughs> I think coming to a natural conclusion of like, oh, this is exhausting and this is really hard 
is, is kind of the point is what you're supposed to take away right like like if you take away from this game like wow it's really fun to be a border control officer <laughs> during the cold war kind of missing the point yeah. you're like oh yeah. shit it's not that fun well um, even like uh, i i didn't even think about that but you're right like the, the feelings that i'm having of like dread and okay dread, dread feels a little dramatic but the the, the lack yeah. of motivation that i have going to this is like that's exactly. what people have that same feeling except they don't get that choice they can't yeah, just you're, say you're no. having like, you're having the equivalent of the sunday scaries uh for playing this game which <laughs> you the know thing is i don't know if necessarily like you can make the comparison to like games where you sort of do modern like continuous tasks like cooking games food preparing games yeah but mm. they don't frame themselves as an intelligent ethical question game and i think that's the main difference is like if you go and play fucking diner dash you know what you're getting into yeah whereas yeah. this game presents itself as something where there are moral and ethical implications to the decisions you're making of whether you detain people refuse them etc and in the yeah. beginning that was true but we've lost a lot of that as we've got into these later legs I, and i wonder I, if that we brought that understanding to this game like i'd be interested in talking to the creator like i understand i i also was expecting this game to have a broader point and to say something but at the same time it's like you're talking about you know oh a restaurant game where you're just like there's no assumption there that there's going to be anything more it's like mm -hmm. you know people look at at these things that we're doing in this game is like oh these big moral questions but i think the what I'm learning through playing this game is that the person who made it was just like, like, this is just kind of bullshit. Like, yeah, bureaucracy well, I, I think, is bullshit. Think, the experience is bullshit. Right. Just do it. Because it all comes down to your, your expectations. Yeah. Because for me, I think I just expected this game to have kind of these, you know, gray area moral things. I don't think I, I went in with a, the, with a big understanding or even expectation of this having like a big narrative, like a big, the uh, big deep narrative that I was going to tackle. It was just going to kind of tell something and that's what it did in the very beginning. But I think the problem is like they did a good job early on setting up this world and making me interested in it. And when there was no yeah. follow through, I was like, well, you just showed me all this cool stuff. What's what's happening with it? And like, you, it might just be the thing that you said, the creator is like, just bullshit. Like I didn't, I didn't expect yeah. anybody to get hooked on the easy or I want to know like whether they're fun and their point or anything like that. It's just showing like the moral implications. If bad guy comes in, do you let them in? Do you not? Yeah. And, and just, in, go for it, Ben. No, as I say, that the problem with that though is that if 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 you forget critics and the gaming zeitgeist in general, who regard this as an empathetic game and a, an art form, Pope himself, like Lucas Pope, who made the game, has <laughs> said the Pope, the Pope. Like, <laughs> um, he has said, like, while he didn't set out to make an empathy game that that is what the game ended up becoming because of the core mechanics of the game because yeah, of the mechanics that you're doing yeah okay. so but if it, you're it's empathetic either way by yeah, I mean, true design or by accident put, but okay put your guy put yourselves in the lucas pope's shoes you know he makes a game and it's interesting and it gets picked up because it had done something that not a lot of games Different. have done, which is yeah. tackle a serious subject through video games. That, that was real. 
And people start going, oh, this is, you know, this is a masterclass in empathy. Oh, this is, you know, this is really art. Like, what are I mean, you going to do? You're, are you yeah. going to say, are you going to no, sit there you know, and be like, no, no, no. I just made a game and you guys are putting meaning into it. Especially because like, we know most of those fucking reviewers didn't play through this whole ass game. They played the first like 10 days and they were like, wow, look at all the moral. They they played the part in which we were enamored with this game, which they played the first <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> and they were like, this is great. They wrote their fucking, you know, 1200 word article on it and said it was a fucking masterpiece and and it yeah. became it had it be, had a status with that like the yeah. problem with I, that sorry jared the, no, the problem with that is that the reason people are saying it's an empathetic game is because of the decisions that are put forward and because of the gameplay mechanics and yeah. those were deliberately inserted by lucas pope so to say yeah. that lucas pope didn't mean to make this game an empathetic experience is redundant because he did he deliberately chose to no. put those positions in place he put those mechanics in place dialogue options that. of characters characters making you feel bad 100%. by denying them and, and things like that 100 i think he i i think putting yourself in the experience of what this game is supposed to be right of like someone yeah. who's in charge of letting people into a country but once again you're you're filling the meaning of what it means to deny someone Right. No, so like 100%. when it's, when, it's a, it's when the person says, I want to get in this country, we don't know if Aristotska is good. We have no concept. Yeah. We have no concept of United Fed is better than Aristotska, is better than fucking no. what, any of the it's other passports that we deny and approve, right? And it's just like we we are we're filling all this meaning of like, oh, people want to come here because it's better, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're trying to get in the country for all these important reasons. And once again, yeah, I just because I think that a little bit of the takeaway of this game has to be this is a shitty situation regardless. I, that's not an I excuse. Like, I, I, I don't think... I think you can play the first 10 days of this game and you'll... Up until this point, unless there is like an M. Night Shyamalan level turnaround <laughs> in the last couple of days, like, I think you can play the first 10 days and you get it. And unless right, you and really love the gameplay, you can keep playing, but like... That's what I was saying in the beginning, too. It's just like, you can dip out almost that's why there's these 20 endings you can if you want to see it, it's almost like, like uh, we're almost doing like the completionist run right you can dip out at any point in this game and get the experience i mean maybe you're missing some narrative points here and there but obviously from what we've experienced none of them are really significant at all and i think that's the point i think we how we're playing games also we have the same thing with chrono trigger chrono trigger had lots of lots of issues but we ran into points in that game where we felt the pacing was off but it also could have been how we split up the game like a lot of people like you bet you said you beat this in like 20 minutes this morning some people might just run through this in an afternoon get to day like 15 and then just dip out or I mean, get I'm only day 10 like, and then dip out when i got that ending where i was in prison i think my play time was three hours 20 minutes yeah, exactly you know? we're, we're, we're we're splitting that like this game that let's let's say at max it's like four hours or so we're splitting that in this, in in six weeks so it's like i can see how okay. our perception might be a little but then, different too but then let me ask you this though and yeah. i think this is mainly towards kai mm. if okay. well because i mean kai was the one who was re making the point that was all oh um, yeah you're right you're right i was just building up yeah. uh so if if the empathy of the game is being imparted onto it by the player, mm -hmm. what is the purpose of the game solely from why was this created point of view? I mean, my argument would be 
the empathy comes along with it because we're human beings and we're empathetic creatures. Yeah, and, yeah. and and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Lucas Pope really did have a grand vision of a game in which he played with, you know, human beings' identitarianism as like, okay, you know, we like, oh, we belong to a thing and we have to protect the thing, in this case, Aristotska. Um but I, I honestly, I think like even just the like it's the same reason of like why would you create a game of someone cooking in a restaurant, right, and serving people yeah. and having receipts, like be, because it's a game, because there's a mechanic there, because you can exploit that mechanic and you can gamify it, and people will get a little endorphin hit at the end of the day if you have you know twenty additional credits and you can buy that next upgrade, right? Like there's a million yeah. flash games that take this same format, uh, but don't instill the meaning that this game has, and and you know. I, I, once again, like I think it's an incredibly interesting concept and yeah. it, it but, itself says something about the time yeah. period in which this takes place. But I, I don't. I, yeah. I, I think, too, that, you know, it, it seems like the intention, obviously, from from Pope was to create like to to really emphasize this feeling of what it might feel like and present the gray moral areas, which we could see in the beginning and, and present the kind of like monotony and just dread that a job of this might entail and you know there's moral decisions decisions between that but if you think about any like any one person that is a border patrol person a lot of that stuff is surface level like i mean mm. maybe as a normal guard you're just seeing people come in you're denying people and you're like this sucks that sucks this person was nice they had their all their stuff except for this one thing and they're just trying to find safety and for a lot of people it's just that i mean I don't think a lot of normal uh, guards are getting, I mean, maybe they are getting caught up in kind of conspiracy and stuff like that. Maybe it does happen. I don't know. But I think a lot, another point to this is just that uh, for a lot of people that like, it's just, it's surface level. This is just their life. And that's, that's it. That's all they think about. There's not like a deeper narrative necessarily. The point I'm getting to is I'm like, this is social experiment, the game. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Also, it's, 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 also again, yeah. not an excuse either. Like, I know I wouldn't say that's necessarily an excuse for like if you're going to no. do this and it you're trying to hook someone and make it entertaining. I mean, again, again, if it's you're finding people going through the first ten days and that's it, then you can kind of get the experience of this game. At uh, I, gu- I guess, like, I hadn't thought about it really, but I mean, the way that Kai is talking about it makes sense because it is really like you can play this game and be like, right, I am Arstochkin. Arstochkin is the greatest country. I'm going to protect it at all costs. Or you can go fully like, no, fuck Arstochkin. I'm going to overthrow them. I guess, yeah, it's literally like what you bring to the game. Yeah. So whatever your ideals are. And I think the the interesting thing is, is that for everyone, or at least for me, and maybe, you know, I'm, projecting you're everyone the everyone thing <laughs> the longer you play the less you care no yes. no 100 i talked about that in earlier episodes i was like i don't care about people anymore i'm just trying to look out for myself right. and so like like i think we've all had experiences like this at least in the states where like you look at a tsa officer right or you look at like a postal worker or you look at anyone in like a government job that is completely trodden down by levels of bureaucracy and levels mm-hmm. of you know ridiculous whatever whatever it is you know mm. bullshit that they have to deal with like you're gonna act a lot different year one of doing that job of being like yeah i'm doing yeah, something you get, important you get hardened i'm it. protecting america's heartland at the peoria international airport 
you're and then like, suddenly you're you know you're sucks. five years into that job and you're like holy fucking shit like, i mean even like i had it working retail like my first yeah. four months of retail like i worked in an area that was like prevalent with shoplifting and for the first sort of six like yeah five six months i was very much like i'm gonna stop that person shoplifting i'm gonna chase that for come end of year one like i would watch people pick stuff off off the shelf and put it in their pocket and i was like i do not get paid enough to fucking bother even trying to stop you from doing that i think think you're right i think that lends into this you know the longer we do it and yeah because that shifts your priority too like for someone in the very beginning you're like oh moral actions gonna make sure but at the end you're like i'm just trying to get by you know and that just that that changes how you're feeling about the game too at the beginning you were like you're like thinking about your moral choices and there's like two documents you have to check and you're like oh god i want to make sure i get this right like what does this mean by the time you're on day 22 you're just like god you fucking expired passport you're coming in here you're coming in here with your expired ass passport you could have looked at the fucking date you moron please next time (laughs) don't waste my fucking goddamn time i don't care if your child is sick and dying in aristotle go get a fucking passport you know i lost my sister and her my niece is anywhere at this point and like i think that's part of it it just shows like how quickly human beings can just like break down from like that being like oh oh i want to let all the good people in to being just like get the fuck out of here you that's interesting sweaty ass nerd it's like the more uh, we've played it and the more bureaucracy there is the less romantic this game has yeah. become you know, we're just maybe pissed. We're just like, Lucas Pope, that's in his mind. He's, he's listening, he's listening to the podcast. He's like, oh, exactly. You got the point now. Now you guys understand oh, the point. These, of boys, it. these boys get it now. These boys get it. Yeah. It's supposed to yeah. be terrible. Uh, and no, I think, like, would I call this a perfect game? No. <laughs> like, no. I think yeah. it's an interesting idea. I think it's it's cool. Like, I, I, I'm enjoying thinking it, about it and talking about it. But I'm not like, this is yeah. a work of art. Well, and I think I think conversations like this also help because not only are we having interesting conversation about it here too, but another game in which like created a real world emotion without me even realizing it. Like the fact that I like like gotta gotta fucking go back to go back to my nine to five, go back to playing fucking papers please today, and that instills that vision that that feeling of just like. I don't want to, I could, I wouldn't do anything else. And that I, we had, I had this when you played a very different game, but like last of us part two, great game, fun game. Uh, but there's lots of times where I was like, I don't know if I'm like ready to go back into that right now. And had that mm. like real world feeling of just like, I don't know if I could emotionally take what's happening again, very different experiences in terms of like content that happens, but still the same in the, which it instills this real world emotion in you, which I think is an interesting. Yeah. I think it's thing. a very good social experiment and not yeah. such a great work of art. Yeah. I also think there's yeah. something that happens when games start to transcend, at least culturally, the art boundary. I mean, all games yeah. are art, as we know. But, like, you have your normal circle of people who review games, mm. and then you have your normal circle of people who look at digital art and look at that world. And sometimes those two Venn diagrams start to cross over and not to speak ill of those who exist in the pretentious art space, which I myself am a part of. But it's like you, their their understanding and their, uh, you know, experience within gaming is very limited. And so when they pick yeah. something up like this and they're like, oh, look at how look at how deep in me. It's the same thing with Journey. Like yeah. Journey 
is is an okay game. I enjoyed Journey. Do I think it's fucking mind blowing? No. Was it, when I was in college studying digital art, was Journey in my textbooks? Yes. So it's like, you know, once something breaks that boundary of just being a game, it's very easy for a wide group of people who have very little experience within video games to just go, this is something special. This is something never seen. Because they haven't played the fucking Last of Us. They haven't played through Halo. They didn't have, they weren't sitting and playing all the shitty and great games that exist in the world. They sat around yeah. studying art history and now they get to deem things as, you know, great artistic and works. It's it, That's such an interesting, like, concept to, to go through and tackle because, like, it, it It'd be interesting to gauge people's interest in a game or reception to a game based on their their history of gaming. How many games have they played? What kind of games have they played? How many yeah. games have they played? You know, what kind of experience they or have? Or even what they enjoy, which is yeah. incredibly personal. It's just like, what do you like playing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying i may come back next week if i've managed to find one but i'm trying <laughs> to find back next week <laughs> out. i'm trying to find a art fans critique of papers please um, because i would really love to see somebody mm. who is like an artistic reviewer not necessarily of video games but yeah. who's like an artistic reviewer and their take on this yeah We'll, we'll come back. We'll, earlier, uh, yeah, we have another episode. We have the finale to get to. Yeah. Finishing next, this up, yeah, we'll really get we're to summarize our uh, our experiences with this game. Oh man, yeah. I found somebody's like fifty page thesis dissertation, dissertation on papers, yeah. please. Forty three yeah. page, yeah. and they're talking about like Knights of the Old Republic. We, oh, dude, I'm actually oh, I might have a glance over that. <laughs> there I was you like, go. Yes. Send send that over. I kind of want to read that too. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the leg this week. Uh, we got to see some exciting new mechanics as every week, uh, adding to the sheer mountain of things we have to check and look for. Uh, in the next episode, like Kai was saying, we are going to be wrapping up papers, please. We'll be finishing up. We'll be doing the last couple days, day 27 through 31 slash 32, depending on your uh, playthrough. Uh, and we'll be announcing Ben's interstitial in that episode too. So make sure you stick around to that to see what kind of exciting game we're going to be playing before Kai's next main series. But as always, let's move on to everyone's favorite section, the recommended section, which now has music and Kai doesn't have to do. Last week, I, I gave the boys a task and the theme and the audience, you guys out there, to recommend us some space games. Games that you love that take place in space. And I, the stipulation was like, that's whatever you decide that's it, that is. We kind of dodged around the idea of what a space game is. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. Everything takes place in space. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? Whatever, you, whatever you want to deem is space game, then you can uh, you can do said space game. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, wants to, who wants to start here? Uh, I'm cool to start. I'm good. Go for it. Uh, so this was harder than I thought um, because it turns out I know of a lot of space-based games, but I just haven't played them. Mm-hmm. So like I never played Kerbal Space Program, never played mm-hmm. Mass Effect. Like all these games I know are great, but I never played them. Um, mm-hmm. So my free is a little bit strange. Uh, first of all, I put Among Us. Uh, I fucking loved playing Among Us. Nice, nice it shout. Is just fun. It is 
strangely complicated to learn how to play, especially if you're playing with people who are experienced and they start calling you out on visual tasks and all sorts yeah. of shit. Um, second up is Faster Than Light. Uh, this FTL. Is, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, it's like a simulation game. So it's like you basically you have your spaceship and you are going around. You've got to manage your resources, manage your crew. It's very simple. It's on Steam. Uh, it's one of those classic games that majority of people know, even if they haven't played. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a fun time. Um, yeah. It, it pops up in so many, like, 100 best games of all time lists. I always see FTL pop up in there, and I yeah. literally know little to nothing about that game. It's It's, like, simple in its gameplay, but is also it's like yeah it's also very fun and can be quite complex when it comes down to it um and then lastly because anytime i get the chance to gush over this game i will alien isolation fucking amazing amazing Looks like you gotta game. choose another game uh just i'm i i like the alien franchise anyway but alien isolation has this mechanic in which the alien is in random locations it will roam around the ship and so sometimes it will be near you sometimes it isn't you hear it in the vents you see it on the scanner Mm -hmm. and then you've got the fucking worker joes to worry about as well ending was a little bit eh, wasn't that great but gameplay wise suspense wise um, it took everything that Outlast did for that survival horror genre where you can't fight back mm-hmm. and just amped it up to 10, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if you haven't played it, play it. It's on Game Pass. Fucking brilliant. And that's my free. I think that's the quickest I've ever done my recommendations. I know. I, I was expecting like some honorable mentions to go in there and you saying like, oh yeah, this one's good too, but I didn't like I didn't put it no, on this. I, I tried to specifically keep it to space games I have played. I know gotcha. lots of space games, but it uh, turns out I haven't. Uh, can you count Gears of War? Is that technically in space? I guess See, this could. is this is what I this is what I was talking about. This is what I, so that's why I was like, whatever you want space games to be, I don't fucking care. We're just gonna recommend some games. Uh Kai, I will let you go this time this next oh. I'll let you go next this time because last time I stole two of your choices and I feel bad, so I'll let you go. I mean, I guarantee you our choices are not the same. But Oh, okay. Oh, I think okay. I know one of your space games. One of them's going to be No Man's Sky, surely. I would like to be Slime Rock. It's not. I do like No Man's Sky. It's a good game. So I'm going to take this opportunity to add a fourth one because you said it, not me. No, so no. It's not my what, choice. What is, what is mine is No Man's Sky. I'll talk about it. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. That was not one of my choices. Uh, First of all, I had the opposite problem of Ben in that I have played a fucking million space games is what I've realized. (laughs) Apparently, from like 2011 to 2016, every fucking indie indie (laughs) developer on the planet, there was two things. There was zombie games and there were space games, and that's what everyone made. And so there was a lot to choose from here. And I have a list of five, which I will only say, oh God, I will only say three of them, but there's a whole list. Okay, okay, well, I assume one of these you're going to say, and if you don't, I'm going to bring it back later. So I'm I'm not going to do that one. But Observation, 
Observation. I didn't follow them on list, but Observation was very good, yes. Observation is a great game in which you play a little sentient drone motherfucker uh, mm-hmm. in a space station, and you have to do all these tasks, and it's kind of like a mystery thriller-ish yeah. uh, space exploration game. Great time fantastic game i would say i would say less horry and kind of trippy as soma but leaning into those kind of vibes is like a soma kind of situation yes uh the artful escape which oh you may may not you may not think of as a space game initially but the whole point very much a space game jesus oh it's 100 a space game the whole thing is about space exploration going into the universe traveling across all the different cosmos and the planets yeah, Man, lo- we, lo- we love that game. We all endorse Artful Escape here on Playlist. Artful Escape is great. Great music in that game. Very oh, interesting so story. Beautifully written. Beautifully conceived. Uh, a great game overall. Uh, and then... Mm, which one do I do? <laughs> so many options. See, um, I'm sat here. I'm like, oh my god, there's so many like games yeah, of yeah. space games I haven't played. Like, I've never touched yeah. a Dead Space game. Uh, oh since I am the farm sim bitch, and ah, yep, here I is. will I take coming. The, yeah, uh, Astroneer is a really good, loves this game. good game. So good. one of the best farm simulation space games I have ever played. Great, like mechanism building, great vehicle usage, interesting, like way of interacting with the environment and traveling to different planets like traveling to plant usually in space games traveling to planets they want like that to hit first and super hard in a game they want that to be like oh you can like, yeah. travel like that's no man's sky took that approach astroneer is like you have to earn that shit you work like mm. 10 hours in the game just to start going to other planets and then you still have to mine resources on those other planets to even get to the next place it like makes you work for the satisfaction which i really appreciate about that speaking game. of that because you like farming stuff and etc. Have you played Satisfactory, Kai? No. Oh, okay. That's that on Game Pass, is it not? It maybe. I'm not entirely sure, but it's a similar principle. You basically are. Um, it's like Minecraft combined with Astroneer, and you can like automate oh. factories to mine stuff for you and purify I mean, Astro- it. Astroneer is like, like that too. This does look a lot like Astroneer. It, it's like oh. it looks like a like an efficiency focus. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, yeah, people familiar with the podcast probably heard me say it lots of times. I shit on Astroneer a lot just because of yeah. my own personal experience with it. Kind of played it. We we put like twenty five hours or something in that. We put a lot of time into that game, and our save got corrupted. And I was not going to go back and play through it because it's a fuck this game. I jumped. Yeah. I jumped back into it. Did you? They patched. They patched it, and our save is still there. So I jumped back into it. Oh, that's really cool. Um, but I will say. Uh, it was fun seeing Kai get very excited at little things like machines that'll help mitigate some other processes, all that yeah. the farming simulator shit that, that he loves. But the game's beautiful. The game is, it, it, it's interesting. It, it starts to turn like interesting sci-fi plot things in like these different planets and trying to locate ways to get there and everything. So I would say in that it's it's interesting. It, it's similar to like Minecraft where you can affect the environment. So you can just like dig down into things and, and get lost, which I think happened to us lots of times. Um, <clears throat> but it's fun great time uh also back up alien isolation fantastic i never finished alien isolation um i played a lot of it but that game is terrifying like yeah. for one it, at the time it came out which i think was around 2014 2015 fucking beautiful game like visually that mm-hmm. game looks amazing and the the procedural generation with the alien and how it traverses the spaceship that you're on the space station that you're on is really cool and not being able to kind of like 
replicate its movements. And there's some like narrative things where it always shows up at certain points, but just walking around a hallway and getting like an alien tail rammed through your chest randomly uh, is, is devastating and yeah, heartbreaking. Um, I will talk about No Man's Sky here because I feel like even though it is very popular now, people really love it. I think there's a lot of people that were burned by it in the very beginning and maybe just decided never to touch it. No Man's Sky is amazing. No Man's Sky is such a good game. If you're interested in kind of any like simulation or or things like that, No Man's Sky leans into that heavily, needing resources to fuel your ship. I think the biggest thing is being able to fly in real time from planet to planet, land on a planet, fly your ship out into the atmosphere and land on other planets and just explore space in general. Uh, John Murray and the guys at Hello Games have just continually updated that game with free updates that just... Uh, amount of content that they could have made into big DLC packs that they charge a load of money for, but they've been free and they've been supporting the game since day one. <laughs> if you... <laughs> To be fair, if they if they charged the DLC after the like first year and a half right. of that game, Hello Games would have died. Right, but at this point, they have enough people rallying behind them where people wouldn't fucking care. They put money behind No Man's Sky and Hello Games at this point. But you're right. In the beginning, if they did that, they would have, would have been chastised as well because that gave it <laughs> a, a rough-ass launch. Yeah. Um, no Man's Sky. The other one that I'll say is uh, The Outer Worlds. I had Again, a feeling another, one of you two was going to talk about this. Another relatively popular game, but I feel like if you're coming here and you're looking at Bethesda's space-related titles, I would say more than anything that I go for Outer Worlds more than any of the others. Isn't I always talk Obsidian? about having, yes, Obsidian. I always talk about having issues with the Fallout series and falling off of those games, and the Outer Worlds just did everything right. And it's RPG mechanics, and it's kind of party system. The characters that you bring feel very genuine they feel like real people and, and the decisions that you make can affect whether they your relationships with them whether they stay on the crew whether they survive it's not open world in the sense there's like large smaller open areas so you can travel to other planets via uh, cutscene or via loading screen and there's just this large like mini world that you could explore i think that's Sounds more very similar to like dragon age like they have like yeah sort of set areas that are open world set areas but yeah. you can't travel in between them right it's enough to have some interesting side quests and some some meaningful side quests and be able to tickle that level of exploration with with shoehorning just a little bit of linearity in there but that linearity like almost helps just keep me on track with the game but i i love outer worlds i played through that game beat it and it was it was a really good time uh the last one that i'll say here i kind of <laughs> i got to say like five because i talked about the two that you guys did but the last one that i chose is uh deliver us the moon deliver us the yeah. moon is a really interesting title about kind of resources being drained on earth and needing to go to a space station that we've we've kind of colonized on the moon to kind of help with a lot of those 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 resources and uh those things not going work and trying to figure out why and then uh, uh, uncovering this big like plot and this big underlying theme that's that's happening with kind of the government in there and everything. It's really interesting, really cool game. And it's getting a sequel, Deliver Us Mars, which is, is cool to see small indie games like that get some recognition and to get a sequel enough too, which is cool. I have honorable mentions, but I'll wait until... <laughs> did, we post this, did we post this on Discord? I don't yes, think we did. We did. Oh, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got some space game recommendations from the from the homies. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait to do my honorable mentions until just in case one of them is mentioned. Okay. Well, I'll read them out here. Uh, Dave Jackson, top three. 
podcast, Tales from the Backlog. You know, you love him. He's been on the show many times. Uh, he says tons of great space games out there, like Prey. Prey's another good one. Uh, Mass mm-hmm. Effect, he also references Deliver Us the Moon. Um, but he wants to highlight a few indie games with great character and stories in them. Uh, Tacoma, which I've seen on Game Pass, and I think Kai and I have like like yep. dabbled between the, playing it or not. That's the one where you talk to all the uh, space uh, holograms. <laughs> yes, space holograms. Crew is dead. And you have to go investigate the holograms yeah. in space. And the other one that was almost our interstitial, my interstitial last time, was Citizen Sleeper, which uh, Dave says is just. Um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Disco Elysium in space. It's just Disco Elysium in space. So I'm just like, okay, we might have to, this if not playing it on my personal like uh, time, like we might have to get around to playing Citizen Sleeper because I've heard so many good things about it. It's been on my to play later on Game Pass for so long and I've seen Dave talking about it and I'm like, god damn. And I yeah. also know when you mentioned Prey and Nate from Gaming Together was like, fucking play Prey. I can hear him like screaming in my head yeah. well you're gonna you're gonna screw me even more Nate, because i played through prey and i was like ah it, it was it was good and then i kind of fell off and then me and kai played prey and then we also fell off and didn't finish it either so maybe uh you have to come back on for a get wrecked episode to yell at me for not playing prey <laughs> uh, but lastly we have troidal power here who recommends a game boy advance game called what is this uh, iridian which is kind of like a star fox-esque space shooter on the game boy advance I think that's super interesting because like the game boy advance didn't have a lot of games that were necessarily 3d it was funny i was talking to i forgot who i was talking to but maybe it was him games in that era like games that are ported from game from anything the game boy advance were always like a stripped down version of the game and like put in a side scroller it was always interesting seeing how different ports were back then yeah uh but cool to see kind of a 3d space shooter like star fox on the game boy advance really interesting he also recommended uh if you're looking for a modern star fox game astro dogs and x zodiac i don't know anything about either of those two troy oh i apologize well astro dogs sounds dope anything that has dogs in very cute i don't know why but it reminded me of fogs no yep it's okay it's okay save it for the list jared (laughs) do your honorable mentions we can get out of here uh, honorable mentions: Outer Wilds. Uh, a great. I'm, I'm surprised game. you didn't say Outter Wilds. I was going to say it was like, you, that, definitely going to say Outer Why Wilds. I didn't say it because I thought you were going to wow. say it. Uh, now <laughs> I get to say it. Uh, yes. Outer Wilds, Ratchet and Clank, so first one. Great space game. Journey to the Savage Planet, which is what Jared was about to mention, where you oh, play as a dog. Journey to the Savage Planet is so good. Very good space game. Returnal, another very good space game. Star Fox Adventures so is my hot ta- hot take. I think Star Fox Adventures is one of the best Star Fox games uh, and it's a space <laughs> game. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, another great space game. It's not uh, good reviews. Whatever. Um, and what's what's the game that we played where oh, there's hey, we're, the we're AI? Got it again, guys. The game. There's the, the, yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, there's the AI, and the AI becomes evil as you play through the game. It's like the little, the the little thing, and you're like, why a little more? Like like two. More. Yeah, I think like, a little, little more. You're a woman, and it's in space, and there's like an AI, like an artificial intelligence thing that's telling you what to do throughout the game. It's like giving you instructions, and the whole point is that like the artificial intelligence becomes evil throughout the game. Wasn't this Deliver Us the Moon? No. 
I was like, I swear this is the plot. There's a little robot you're flying with, and it becomes like evil at the end. No. Space no, no, no. games with. No, I've already Googled it like six times. There's nothing. Evil AI. Doesn't come up. <laughs> we played it in like we played it in like 2018. I can't remember the name. It was very good. Guilty Spark. Uh, I don't. I don't. No. No. It had like it had like a name like the Callisto Pride. It had like some like the parallax thing or like oh um oh 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 it was it was it the portal esque one i don't remember it was um portal oh. another great space game yeah no there's a game where were, were portals in like part of it i don't remember do you remember playing that though it was really good it was like i at the end was like wow this is mind-blowing like this is a good-ass narrative I and just, now i can't even remember the name it's how many games i, love, I fucking played in space i love the we're talking about space games and nobody mentioned like Gears of War, Dead Space, or Halo. Well, I wanted. I, can't, I was, I can't I was trying to Gears of War. So that's yeah. I was why trying to do something a little different. Game. I know. I know. I did big games like No Man's Sky and Outer Worlds, but I, I was like, I was, I was not going to do Mass Effect. I wasn't going to do even uh, though fantastic games. Gears of War is the equivalent of like Y two K outfits today. Like Gears of War just feels <laughs> like a game that should have made in two thousand and one and never left. System Shock. No. no, we'll find it. Don't worry, Jared will find it. He remembers playing it. It had a name. It had a name like a psychological principle. Like that's what it sounded like. It was like the something effect. The, or... the parable. The parable test or the the. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. What is what is it called? The uh, the the Turing test. The Turing test. The Turing test. I got yes. that. Guy. I fucking got the there. Turing test. Is a that great is, game. That is that is the one with Portal. It's pretty much Portal, but with there. Yes. It's it, it's just like Portal. It's called yeah, the and the whole test. thing is about like AI becoming sentient and then like yeah. devolving into like killing all the humans. It's yep. fucking yep. mind blowing. What a good game. Takes place in space. Actually, everything takes place in space. Bro, I need to be like like esports of like guessing games like Kai and I have played. You know, yeah. you're like the fucking you're like our version of the Akinator when it comes to video games and Kai. Yeah, he's Kai's just he's like Rain Man. <laughs> there was a game. It came out. There's a woman. Some AI. Give me, more, give, me like, give me more. Give me more. Give me more. A Turing test. What a good game. Question. Anyway, yeah. so many yeah. recommendations. Play Guys. any of those. Yeah, play any of those. Guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, if you want more of us, if you want to talk to us, we have a Discord. You can jump in there, have some fun conversations with us. And if you want some more bonus episodes, we have a Patreon where we do kind of bonus episodes every month. And we have a D&D series that we also do. And you get episodes of the podcast a day early. So there you go. Umi says you should join. That's, that's the only that thing Boomy you need. Was, exactly. But in the next episode, we will be wrapping up Papers, Please, which feels wild that it's already done and over with. And we're going to be moving on to Ben's interstitial. Ben will have to decide he's interstitial. <laughs> Persona, Persona 5. It's like, we're going to replay Papers, Please in one second <laughs> and then see if it's different. <laughs> we're just going to run it back. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. And we'll see you next week with the finale of Papers, Please. Bye. Deuces. Bye.